type Istanbul apartment for sale, there are thousands of questions coming up. You can buy an apartment for around $100,000. Even less than that? Even less. Even less than that. You walk down to the seafront and the same size apartment is probably $3 million. So this is Istanbul. The uniqueness of it is certainly its location, that there's only one Bosphorus in the world. Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk. We are here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Cameron Degin. And today we will be talking about... What are we talking about, Cameron? I think what you were telling me this morning is that you'll be asking me off-the-cuff questions. Yeah. Well, frequently asked questions yeah. about Turkish real estate. The, the most generic types of questions that um, people ask. Exactly. I mean, here's the thing. When I go into Google, type Istanbul apartment for sale, there are thousands of questions coming up. True. So what I thought is that if these are the most frequently asked questions, if we answer those questions, we would then automatically answer the questions that thousands and, you know, tens of thousands of people are asking. Of course. I mean, I think there are 20, 30 rather frequently asked questions, yeah. which are mainly around the process of purchasing. Yeah property the costs the process and things like that exactly so let's start with the first question okay how much does an apartment cost in istanbul now this is a how long is a piece of string well yes where do you start but True. but the funny thing is funny thing is we get inquiries like that yeah and as you know um we receive inquiries through whatsapp mm -hmm. and when we receive these inquiries through whatsapp we can't see what property they looked at yeah. People probably think that we can, but we can't. So we get a question like through WhatsApp, how much does a two bedroom apartment cost? Question mark. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, where? Yeah. Yeah. How big? Istanbul, what kind of an apartment? Istanbul is a city of 20 million people. So it's, exactly. Istanbul a two bedroom is... apartment can be, can worth, listen, to um, $10 million, a yeah. two bedroom apartment. You can say, you know, what we call a yalı piracy a, a flat on the Bosphorus true. and it might cost as low as 50 60 70 80 thousand US dollars well I mean okay statistically speaking um, you can pick a decent quality two-bedroom apartment in Istanbul from as little as seventy thousand dollars where in Istanbul though exactly well that would be on the outskirts of Istanbul places like Esenyurt, Beylikdüzü, Silivri maybe Başakşehir, parts of Bahçeşehir, Tuzla, Pendik. Mm -hmm. So these are kind of the real outer belts of Istanbul, mm -hmm. where if you drove any further, you'd be departing Istanbul. True. So you're looking at about an hour by car from Istanbul center. And if we were to take Istanbul center as, say, Shishli, where our office is. Yeah. So in these areas, you can actually pick a one-bedroom apartment from as little as $50,000, a two-bedroom from $60,000, dollars $75,000. Decent quality, earthquake compliant, new builds, mm -hmm. uh, rather luxurious, mm -hmm. with some desirable facilities too. Yeah. So from that, and if you come along to the Bosphorus, areas like Bebek, areas, some parts of Besiktas or across the water, across mm -hmm. the Bosphorus on the Asian Anatolian side, maybe Kuzguncuk or some mm -hmm. 
nice area like that you can pay up to five six million dollars for a two-bedroom apartment just on an the ordinary two-bedroom apartment on 90 to 100 meters yeah, squared but, net. i mean yeah. obviously it's not an ordinary apartment of course uh, i mean know, with that extraordinary you know, if you, view if you're paying yeah. five six million dollars for a two-bedroom apartment that certainly is not an ordinary two-bedroom apartment true true it's true. A, it's a unique two-bedroom apartment uniqueness of it is certainly its location that there's only one bosphorus in the world true that that separates two continents asia and europe and that's istanbul so if we're on the bosphorus we'd end up paying millions of dollars true for a true. same size apartment let, let me ask you this how about a luxurious two-bedroom property in central Istanbul, but in places like Shishli or Bomonti, where we are. Not, where does the price Not the structure? most expensive areas. Not the most expensive areas. desirable. Very good, luxurious, central, central let, Istanbul properties. Desirable areas. Yes. Two-bedroom apartment in a desirable central area in Istanbul would start from around $250,000. Yes. However, the interesting thing about Istanbul is um, you could walk as little as 20 minutes and the price could go below $100,000. For example, in Nishantashi, a nicely well-presented, nice two-bedroom apartment could easily cost you $400,000 in Nishantashi, $500,000. From Nishantashi, it's walkable mm -hmm. to Kyaotane mm -hmm. and you can buy a two-bedroom apartment for $120,000, $100,000 even in Kaatane. Massive so, difference. I mean, you see the, the spectrum in Istanbul is rather wide. Yeah. And it's it, it, the distribution, the price distribution of Istanbul is geographical as well as street by street. Because Istanbul developed um, rather rapidly in 1963 Istanbul's population was 3 million people. And today? I believe it's around 18 million today. Now, if you compare this growth to, say, London, mm -hmm. do you know what London's population today is? Um, over 10 million? London's official population is around 10 million. Okay. Istanbul's population grew by six times in the last 50 years. Yeah. So, obviously... This results in some haphazard developments. Yeah. This results I mean, is in... I Istanbul, the authorities in Istanbul didn't even, even have time for city planning and etc. Well, I mean, well, well, exactly. We have well, this exactly. phenomenon called Gece Kondu. Gece which Kondu. Means, yeah, overnight homes. Built overnight. Yeah, built, built overnight, yeah. overnight homes. And you have... You used to have a lot of those in Istanbul. In, in Turkish, what we call Gece Kondu is slums, basically. Oh, is, is shanty towns. Slums, shanty, yeah. shanty towns. Yeah. So the thing is, we still have quite a few shanty towns mm -hmm. in Istanbul. Mm -hmm. And these shanty towns can very well be located rather close to some of Istanbul's most expensive districts. Once, well, they, are, once they are regenerated. Look, look at yeah. Bebek. Look at Bebek. Yeah. Bebek Frontline, Bosphorus Line, mm -hmm. is arguably Istanbul's most expensive square mile. Mm -hmm. Okay? True. Bebek. All you need to do is drive two, three minutes up the hill in Bebek and you have a shanty town. No. You walk down to the seafront in Bebek 
And the same size apartment is probably $3 million. So yeah. this is Istanbul for you. This is why when we get inquiries like, how much is a two-bedroom apartment in Istanbul? I just start laughing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm really laughing. Yeah. And I say to myself, or when if I allocate that lead to one of my guys, I would call the guy and say, look, yeah. you're dealing with a with, with, with an individual here who clearly does not know Istanbul that well. Forget about talking about property at all. And this is what I say to my guests. The last thing you should talk about is property. Yeah. You should just talk about Istanbul, yeah. Turkey, lifestyle, Makes sense the, city. the geography of the city, what it was, what it is, where to live, where not to live. The, the the social aspects, the cultural aspects. The, again, I mean, we need to have a half an hour discussion before yeah, we can even start talking about where you should buy. Yeah. It depends on what you want. Yeah, it depends on what kind of environment you want to place yourself. If it's an investment, then the answer is slightly different. I'll use the word cheap, although mm -hmm. it's a cheap word. I'll use it. Yeah, don't go too cheap, but don't go expensive either, because. If they're expensive, mm -hmm. expensive in inverted commas, then I don't really see a massive growth in the next five to 10 years. Mm -hmm. Affordable luxury is the segment to buy. So if you're buying in Istanbul, look at regeneration areas mm -hmm. in central Istanbul. Are you saying that the central Istanbul, the capital appreciation in the central Istanbul is much higher than the outskirts? Look, there are a lot of people who would argue mm -hmm. against that. Mm -hmm. Our audience would have most certainly come across many other consultants mm -hmm. who would very strongly suggest that you know they should buy in places like Başakşehir mm -hmm. or Esenyurt or Bahçeşehir. I'm not knocking those places but in my experience and not just in Istanbul centers always appreciate more than the suburbs. True. I would I would advise investors generally to look at central locations that have not yet gone up in price and the beautiful thing about investing in istanbul real estate is that we still have quite a few of those districts in istanbul but in 10 years time you won't be able to and that's also going to be very very hard in 10 years exactly, time. exactly. let me ask you another thing since we're talking about the cost of yeah. buying an apartment yeah what are some of the cost of purchases and also what are some of the ongoing costs the sort of like the maintenance and the tax and etc the main um, incidental cost of purchase is the stamp duty mm -hmm. which is four percent so four percent over the value over of the your declared property. value of the property mm -hmm. the declared value that's the value that you declare at the title deed office when mm -hmm. you're buying the property um, our audience should be careful that um, to make sure that they understand this because the price you pay which is the price of the property mm -hmm. is not necessarily the amount that gets declared on the title deed why is that well people under declare for tax purposes for tax purposes and yeah. these under declarations are commonplace on the south coast of Turkey mm -hmm. the place in the sun Mm -hmm. uh, the developers you're dealing with are smaller developers, mm -hmm. small to medium-sized entities, and they notoriously under-declare. Now, under-declaration is not necessarily a massive, massive problem for you as a buyer, mm -hmm. but if you are looking for citizenship by investment, it could yeah. be. Because the $250,000 
required amount mm -hmm. is the lower of valuation and or declaration. So if the declared value on the title deed is $100,000, the valuation may come up to $150,000, but the valid figure is $100,000. So if you are applying for citizenship by investment, you have to make sure that you know how much will be declared. In Istanbul, this doesn't tend to be the, pro the, the, the case because majority of the developers we work with in Istanbul are large-scale developers that are heavily scrutinized by audits and by by tax compliance, etc. So they can't really under-declare. Mm -hmm. Their hands are tied. They're larger organizations. But in smaller towns, that's commonplace. Buying an under-declared home can also present uh, problems in the upcoming years. If you were to sell that property, true, you will pay true. higher capital gains true. tax if you show if True. you fully declare your property, H then. hence the roll-on impact. This exactly, is what I said. Yeah. It starts with the developer because if the developer underdeclares, mm -hmm. then you have to underdeclare. You Otherwise, will underdeclare too when you yeah. are selling because you don't want to pay so much tax, mm -hmm. etc. So it kind of it triggers off. It, it's like yeah. a uh, domino effect. Um, so four percent stamp duty. Stamp duty, yeah, on the declared value. Um, that's that's the great chunk of your incidental costs of. Mm -hmm one-off purchases when you buy, mm -hmm. one-off costs, 4%. On top of that, if you're using a lawyer, there are some lawyer's fees, legal mm -hmm. fees, could be anything from 1000 to $1,500. Mm -hmm. If you're applying for citizenship, it could be up to $3,000 mm -hmm. for the full service, mm -hmm. which is a very reasonable cost. If you are buying a resale property, especially um, on the south coast of Turkey, generally you'll find that your agent will charge you a commission not so much in istanbul because the culture in istanbul the business culture in istanbul is not to charge a commission mm -hmm. because we earn a small commission from the sellers whoever they are so we tend not to charge commissions to the buyers mm -hmm. and i don't think we are alone in this i think a lot of other agents Mo do the same yeah, thing most of the some agents i hear they charge the buyer also in istanbul we don't um, but on the south coast we tend to charge earn our fee from the buyers mm -hmm. Why? Well, because a lot of the sellers are individuals and they're not really used to commercial buying and selling. Mm -hmm. So they're not in the business of providing commission to anybody. So, well, we need to earn our living. So we tend to charge the buyer. So generally, um, when you charge the buyer, the maximum amount you will charge is 3%. Mm -hmm. So the maximum potential incidental costs of purchase, if you are paying the stamp duty in full, plus the 3% is 7% on top. Mm -hmm. Once you have purchased your property, you have obviously ongoing costs. What are these? Well, there's the insurance, the DASK insurance, which mm -hmm. is, in short, um, natural disasters insurance, earthquake, mm -hmm. fire, etc. cetera. Um, DASK insurance in Turkey is like that. It's like- It's nothing. It's like, 200, $250 a year, something mm -hmm. like that. Um, on top of that, if you if your property is located within a complex, then there is IDAT, mm -hmm. which is the, the maintenance, maintenance fee. IDAT yeah. actually means monthly. Direct mm -hmm. translation of IDAT is monthly. I means month. I yeah. means month. IDAT means every month. Okay. So it's basically what you pay every month. Um, and that very much depends on the, the the grade of the complex you live in mm -hmm. okay so in istanbul say that could range anything from 30 dollars a month 
up to couple of thousand dollars a month. If it's a very, very if luxurious project. If it's a very, project, very luxurious, very yeah. high-end development. The average, the average is around hundred between seventy to hundred dollars a month. That's the average for a luxury complex that has plenty of facilities like underground car park, valet service, security, cool, hammam, reception, sauna, fitness, and all that. Nothing. It's nothing. How much money do I need to live in Turkey? Hold on. Let me say a few things about this question. Yeah, qualify. Further qualify. Okay. The let me let me let me like put it into context. You have kids, and if you do, do they go to school? You know these types of things. So I have two kids. They're yeah. going to Turkish schools, good Turkish schools. And I live in Istanbul and I have a family. You live in Fethiye, which is a lovely place. Very um, lovely. Husband and wife. You have already paid for your property, so you're yes. not paying rent. But you have two kids who go to state schools, good state schools. They've already learned how to speak Turkish, but they, but they also have English curriculum at school. $1,500 a month will give you a very good lifestyle with two kids. For a family? Um, yeah, for a family? Yeah. Above $2,000. Yeah, but above $2,000 will give you a pretty decent lifestyle. And the thing well, is, of course. I mean, you got to put that it, into context. It, it, if, you're, if you're on a budget, see, that's how... Okay, what's what's this the minimum, exactly minimum like, legal salary in Turkey? It's, a, it's around $2,500. It's, it's about $500, isn't it, per month? Yeah, less than that. So... Basically, if you need $2,000 a month, that means that your lifestyle is twice over and above the lifestyle of the husband and wife who are earning the minimum wage in Turkey. True. It all depends on if you know your way around the city. If yeah. you know what your way yeah. around the city. If you, for example, go to Taksim and eat on Istiklal Street, you're going to pay double as True. you were to eat two streets behind this well it's the farmer's market sort of mentality that yeah. we talked about i mean you can you can go to carrefour you can go to migros yeah and you can you can you can do your shopping basket you can you could possibly do the same shopping basket for a quarter mm-hmm. a quarter of the cost at the farmer's market True. and fresh mm-hmm. organic for example, t-shirts, clothing. If you yeah. go to Zara, you're going to pick this up for 70 Turkish liras. Yeah. If you go to bazaars here, there, I'm not kidding. 10 Turkish liras. I know. 10 I Turkish know. liras is $1.5 or something. I know. Okay. So that's the answer of that question. Okay, thank you very much for staying this long. We try to answer some of the most frequently asked questions on Google. If you have any questions, please, with this WhatsApp number, reach us, send us your questions, and we'll try to answer your questions. And until then, see you in the next episode. See you in the next episode.